CBS Sports' Tom Fernelli ranks the college football coaches, and where does he put Jeff Halfley? We'll talk about where he falls, how he could go higher, and what could put Jeff Halfley in hot water in 2022. All of this and more on today's Locked On Boston College. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Locked On Boston College. I am your host, AJ Black. Happy Wednesday, everyone. If you have not checked out Locked On ACC, I want to recommend that as well. I'm the co-host on Wednesday. We have an episode with Candace Cooper up right now. You want to check that out. So, Tom Fornelli is a uh, football writer on CBS Sports. He does some great work. And he, every year, puts together a comprehensive rankings of college football coaches, you know, and he does his usual, you know, obviously certain guys are going to be higher than others. And he did the top 26 to start off. He doesn't go to the top yet, but he, I'm sorry, he doesn't go from the top 26. He goes from 65 to 26. And that's all we need to know for now, because Jeff Halfley is ranked number 34 out of 65. He only does the Power 5 coaches, so coaches from the MAC and UMass and Army don't count. He does put um, Marcus Freeman in there. But where does Halfley fall? He falls at number 34. And he is the 7th ranked coach on that list. Now, many of the coaches behind him are new coaches. And Tom Fornelli says... I have a simple rule for filling out my ballot. If you've never been a head coach before, you're starting at the bottom of my rankings. So Brent Pry is near the bottom. Mike Elko is near the bottom. Uh, he also has Tony Elliott near the bottom. And then he goes through some other coaches that he puts below Halfley. Jeff Collins is the first one. Jeff Collins, you know, many people at Georgia Tech, many are surprised he still has a job. So I'm, he obviously falls below um Halfley, also Dino Babers, who falls in the same camp as Jeff Collins, because it's still amazing that he has a job going into the season. He is below there. And then finally, we see Scott Satterfield um, and Mike Norvell. Mike Norvell is at 47. Feels like he's going up a little bit, but he actually went down. He went down from 44. This He said this is a make-or-break year for Norvell. Uh, that is an uh, understatement for uh, his potential. And Satterfield is at 33, and he actually went up two spots. So Halfley falls at 34. He's a higher higher fall of, I mean, higher half of the ACC coaches. Now, here's his description of Halfley. Halfley is establishing himself as the college football coach most casual fans of the sport probably don't know, but the hipsters are all high on. He's gone 12 and 11 in his first two seasons at Boston College, and even though the Eagles fell from 5 to 5 in the ACC in 2020 to 2 and 6 last year, they did so while missing their starting quarterback for a large portion of the season. He's got Boston College positioned to be a dark horse this season. And he went up six spots from last year. So Fornelli is very high. And it's an interesting spot Halfley is in right now because he's still a media darling with the national media. The national media is, selling, is buying on Jeff Halfley. But if you talk to a lot of the fans and many of you guys out there listening are, might be in that ballpark too, 
Some of you are like, I'm still not sold on Halfley, or this is make or break year for Halfley. And it's understandable. We're going to get into that in our second and third segment about what, what that could mean. But does he deserve to be higher? I mean, as high as he is? I mean, he's almost, he's higher than, you know, um, Steve Sarkeesian. He's higher than, um, you know, Scott Satterfield, who's done more. Eli Drinkwitz. Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't. I think that's a good spot for him. I don't think he deserves to be any higher. And I'm looking at this rankings. I'm saying, yeah, 34 sounds about right where where Halfley is right now. He's not a top 25 coach. He absolutely is not. He has not shown that he can do that because he's not won a top 25 game yet. But is he as bad as like 48 Brian Harrison or Mike Norvell, who are both on the hot seat? No. He's not there yet. I feel like I think Fornelli nails where Halfley is in and his his career, because next year he could fall back down. He could get back into those forties. He could be around forty eight where Harrison is, or or um, Harson, sorry, or where Novell is with a bad season. Or if he has a big year. He could move up into the top twenty-five. I think it's a good spot for him. I I could argue that Scott Satterfield might be better than him right now. He's had a little bit better, more success. But look at the coaches that are above him. You have Dabo Sweeney. No one's touching that. He's the top coach. Fine. You have Dave Clawson at at Wake Forest after last season. Absolutely, he deserves to be even before last season. He deserves to be in front of halfway. Dave Doran, same thing, right? Uh, Mario Cristobal, yeah, I mean he's new at 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 uh, Miami, but he's had success elsewhere. He was success successful at Oregon. He deserves to be higher, right? You also have um, on the other side of the ball. I mean, you have uh, Pat Narduzzi. You know, I'm not the biggest Narduzzi fan, but he he kind of sold me last year. He played well. Got to see a little bit more without Kenny Pickett there, but hey. You know, it's it's his turn to do that, and that's basically it. You know, there's a few other guys that 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 those are the guys that are in front of Halfley, and it's hard to argue the guys that are not um, the coaches that are not established yet. You can't put them in front of Halfley. How could you say Mike Elko is going to be a better coach than Jeff Halfley, or Tony Elliott's going to be a better coach than Jeff Halfley? They they haven't coached a game yet. When they finish the season, absolutely, you could say that. Say Tony Elliott goes and and turns around UVA. He gets, um, you know, Brennan Armstrong into an elite quarterback for the Cavs. Yeah, man, he could be better than Halfley. But right now, you can't say that. So Halfley at 34 seems like the perfect fit. I think Fornelli nails this. Now, in a moment, I'm going to talk about what could happen to get Halfley higher and what could happen to get him lower. We'll start with what the positive situations could be for Halfley in just a moment. Now, you have heard me talk about Bill Barr on this podcast, but have you heard, have you tried the birthday cake puff yet? If you're listening to this, you've heard me talk about this pot, this specific puff for the last week. I got a box in my mailbox this week. It is an absolute game changer from Bill Barr. These birthday cake puffs taste absolutely decadent, but they have 16 grams of protein in them and 150 calories. They're covered in white chocolate. They have sprinkles. They're, it's like eating a cupcake, but with loaded with protein. This is an absolute treat that you need to check out. 
And if you don't like the puffs, and that's okay too, you need to check out the Built Bar themselves. Those are good too. And they have a ton of flavors on the Built.com. If you go to Built.com right now, check out what they have there because their selection changes every single day. All Built Buffs, Puffs, and Bars are covered in 100% chocolate. That means that with Built, you can eat healthy and actually enjoy eating them. So go to Built.com right now to get your birthday puffs now. And when you use LOCK15, you're going to get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. Thank you for making Locked On Boston College your first listen every morning. Now make sure to check out our Locked On NBA Big Board. Host Raphael Barlow from NBA Draft Junkies and author of the NBA Big Board newsletter is joined by Richard Stamen, Sam Ferris, and Leif Thulin giving fans an in-depth look into the NBA draft, mock draft, player rankings, and of course, big boards. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. So we're going over these coaching rankings on Tom Fornelli's uh, site. Uh, sorry, his article on CBSSports.com. Make sure to check that out. Now, Jeff Halfley, number 34. He is firmly wedged in the top half of ACC coaches, which is mind-blowing because he really hasn't done anything yet. He has zero bowl wins. He has zero top 25 wins. He's a 500 coach. What does he need to do to take that next step? And the simple answer, and this is you're all saying it probably in your car right now, AJ, it's win. Absolutely. Halfley needs to start winning some games. BC can be needs to be more than a seven and five team. They need to be more than a six and six team. They need to be eight wins or more. That is what's going to vault Halfley up to that next level. That's what's going to get him in that that same um, pile of coaches. He'll be a little lower because he hasn't been there as much as Dave Clawson, Dave Doran, Mario Cristobal. He needs to win, and there are so many opportunities on this schedule this year in which Halfley can take Boston College to that next level and to take his own stock to that next level. The first thing he needs to do is he needs a marquee win. 2020, Halfley had a handful of games that were exciting. You had the Clemson game. You had the game against... UNC, you even for Notre Dame for a while, they were in those games from from most of it, uh, and especially against Clemson and uh, UNC, they were in it to the very last moment. Two ranked teams, but what happened in all three of those games? Boston College lost, and you do not get bonus points for almost winning games. It's nice to 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 be in the same ballpark as these top 25 teams, because that was not the case with Steve Adazio and Frank Spaziani. Let me tell you, they were never in the same ballpark as those teams. Halfley's there, but you need to win those games, and they haven't done it the first two years. This season, they have to, and they have the horses to do it. You have Phil Dracovic. You have Zay Flowers. This is going to be the best chance that Jeff Halfley has to knock off a Clemson, to knock off a Notre Dame, to shock NC State, to beat Wake Forest. There are very there are, are a handful, and I had them up on the site earlier, and we talked about them yesterday, of games that BC could win that could be those defining moments. I could I could argue that Wake Forest could be ranked, NC State could be ranked, Notre Dame and Clemson probably will be ranked. Win one of those games, win two of those games, and all of a sudden his stock takes that next step. And believe me, when his on field performance matches what we've seen in the press room with his preparation for games, with the respect he has from the media, his players, and the fan base, Halfley's 
his profile is going to jump to that next level. And that will get him into that top 25 discussion. That will get him into, ooh, we're going to have to talk about him possibly getting poached from another school. And I know some of you are going to yell at me for even bringing that up, but I'm just, I'm just telling you the truth right now, right? So I think winning those games are going to be big. But at the end of the day, he can go out there. He can tell you to get in. He can get good recruits to come here. He can win some transfer battles. He can be engaging and interesting and, and pleasant to talk to and, and listen to. But victories are going to be the key here. And victories have not come at the level that you're hoping to. And look, I am not on board of saying that everything is maroon and gold roses heading into the season. You have a quarterback and a wide receiver, but you still have major question marks about this team. You have major question marks that could be a major problem heading into this year. And, I, you know, I've, I've been bitten enough by BC football to know that those weaknesses could absolutely be a major factor heading into this year. So we'll talk about, in a moment, what happens if this year doesn't go the way it does, what, the way that some folks are hoping. What happens if the Eagles don't get the record that you're hoping for, that Phil Dracovic doesn't ascend to the level that you're hoping for? We'll get all of that in just a moment. Now, if you're looking for car parts, you need to check out Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer when you can do it yourself at rockauto.com, at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30, 50, or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Rock Auto is a family business, serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you could need, from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. And write Locked On in there. How did you hear about us, hear about us box? They know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com this is Locked On Boston College. On tomorrow's show, it is recruiting wrap-up Thursday. We're going to actually do it on Thursday this week. We're going to talk all about recruiting. We have a ton of new uh, names to look at in terms of visitors, top fives, new offers. You're going to want to catch up on all that. We'll also have some transfer updates. We'll give you all of that on tomorrow's show. So we're wrapping up our conversation here about Tom Fornelli's article about Jeff Halfley finishing 34th on his list of top coaches in the country. And I, we're heading into year three of Jeff Halfley. He's 12 and 11. No, no bowl appearances, but that's not his own fault. One was canceled because of COVID and one was a choice to skip because of his players. That being said, this year is absolutely critical for Halfley to cement his role with BC because I think a lot of people, you know, fans are saying that you guys are saying that, oh, you know, he's already in the hot seat because of what happened last year. And as you've heard me say, I absolutely don't agree with that. I still think he needs one more year before we can actually adjust and decide where he's going with this program. Because here is where I'll go back to where I'm at with Halfley. 2020 was a complete, cluster bleep you know it was a year that many people never thought was going to happen because of covid he did fine they went you know six and five they didn't go bowling whatever they played well against some bad as good teams that was good 
last year, it was disappointing. And I go to that this was 90, 90% because of Phil Jakovic's injury. We never got to see what an accurate thermometer of what this team would look like without Jakovic. And we wouldn't, we couldn't accurately figure out, you know, where they were going to go and what Halfley is like because he was out. And folks have been blaming him for not having a backup. And I, you've heard my, my viewpoint on this, that Jakovic was your starter. Grossell, who threw for 520 yards against Virginia last year, was better than any quarterback you were going to get in the transfer portal that knew he was going to come in and sit behind Jakovic. I'm just going to say that again. Okay, going into last year, yes, he didn't develop his freshman because he had a freshman and a redshirt freshman who are both developmental quarterbacks, and we all knew that, behind Dennis Grossell, who threw for a team record the year before, and he was going to be better than any quarterback you brought in, given that they knew they were going to sit behind Jerkovic. That is not on Halfley last year. That was the that was a weird fluky accident that completely derailed the season. That happens to lots of coaches. Okay, that being said, this year the excuses go out the window. This year, if if Djokovic goes down, you have a backup quarterback that you're relying on, one that you've developed in Emmett Moorhead. You have the weapons for Djokovic. You have Zay Flowers, Jaden Williams, Jalen Gill, George Takis, Alex Sinkfield, Pat Garwo. You are starting to bring in and solidify your defense. Your secondary was third in the country last year. Your your top your front seven need to play better. But if it's anything that Halfley has shown he can do, it's to coach up that defense. So you're expecting that. But what happens? What 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 would completely derail his his tenure here and put him back down? towards that mediocrity level of, you know, in the 40s or, or, you know, where Novell and Satterfield are sitting. Go five and seven. Can you imagine what Boston College football, uh, the fan base would be like if BC goes five and seven with Dracovic and Fizze Flowers this year? I'm telling you, that would be ugly. And I don't think it's going to happen, but if that does, that's what's going to start the questioning about Jeff Halfley. That's when the rumblings are going to start to become articles written about it podcast talking about his his tenure. Uh, questions all over the place about whether Jeff Halfley is the right fit for Boston College. Because 2022 is going to give BC their best chance to have a special season. You have a transcendent quarterback, a quarterback that is one of the best in the country that could be a first-round draft pick next year. If you can't win... And, and cover your deficiencies with a quarterback like that when many teams have been able to do that in the past. There's questions about where this program's going. There's questions about where the direction the coaching staff has this team going. So if, they, if BC goes five or seven or lower, regardless of whatever issue happens to this team, there's no more excuses. There's no more excuses on the defensive side. There's no more excuses on the offensive side. I don't want to hear about the offensive line this season. You can fix that. You you have enough. To, I mean, yes, there's four new starters on that offensive line, but you have Christian Mahogany, who should be All-American. You have Ozzie Trapillo, who's projected to be a first-round draft pick. You have Drew Kendall, who's your highest-ranked recruit. They should be good enough to be better than last year, which wasn't very good, 
and to keep Phil Jakovic on his feet just long enough so he can make plays. There's no more excuses here. I'm telling you folks, Halfley has to have a good season. And 5-7 and seven is where the rumblings are going to start, but 6-6, six and six, I think the murmur should start there too. 7-5, and five, eh, you could argue either way. I, I I think eight and four has to be what the goal is for this year for 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 BC. Like eight and four are above is where BC should be this year. Halfley needs to show that he can be that coach to do that, to win some close games, to beat an NC State, to beat a Wake Forest, a Louisville. He has to do that. There's no more time to wait here, folks. This is it. This is the year for Jeff Halfley. If he doesn't do it, he's gonna go down. And we'll start to have those, you know, hot seat conversations. If he does better, look out. Maybe we'll be talking about, you know, his other team's going to start looking at him. Whatever it is, we'll be talking about Jeff Halfley all season long. Thank you all for listening. Again, we'll be talking about recruiting tomorrow. You can follow me on Twitter at AJBlack underscore BC or on LockedBC. Make sure if you're listening to this podcast and you like our podcast, follow us on YouTube. Thank you all, and we'll see you again soon. Take care.